Hello everybody, this is me, Amin. And this is Alex. And welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. In this episode, we're going to talk about something major that happened yesterday. So today is the 27th of May. And if you recall, 26th of May is the day that shall live in infamy. <laughs> <laughs> I think millions of Malaysians uh, gathered in front of their computers for, one, for a couple of hours and all tried their luck to get uh, vaccinations a lot for the AstraZeneca uh, opt-in uh, right here in Malaysia, right? And I think uh, millions of people were frustrated about what happened. Uh, so in today's episode, we're going to like kind of like drill down, uh, peel the onions, uh, if, if, uh, if, if I may, of what happened. Because after the major mess up, right? Because I wanted to say something. I wanted to use a, a bad word, but I, I don't think I can because this is a family-friendly show. So after the mess up, right? A lot of people were complaining online on social media and stuff like that. And then a lot of people who who are developers who who know what they're doing started looking into the code, started looking at, at all these things and started saying like, oh, you know, you should have done this, you should have done that. This should have been fixed. And people went on like a... Which hunt on who's the developer? People are started uh, starting to point fingers and say, you know what, what are you doing with the seventy million uh, ringgit uh, budget requested for the website? And that got me thinking, right? So I wanted to to do the show today with Alex. I want, I want, I want I'm gonna like, okay, which part is true, and which part is not? Which part is fact, and which part is like people just assuming a lot of things because they're angry or frustrated or just because they just wanna knock somebody when they're down. Okay, so, and also from our previous show, uh, a number of you guys uh, commented that, you know, we're pro-government, we're now blaming the people for what's going on with the COVID-19 situation currently that's getting worse and worse every day. No, uh, I just want to make it clear. Uh, at least me personally, I don't know about you, Alex, whether you're pro-government or not, but... <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I mean, you need to be objective. <laughs> so, your opposition... Not opposition. I mean, <laughs> need to be objective. I mean, we criticize both sides of the field. Okay. You know? So what? What I guess Alex, what Alex and I wants wanted to clarify is that we're not pro anybody. We're pro the facts. We're pro logical thinking. We're pro calm thinking and rational thinking. So when everybody was frustrated with regards to what happened to the JKJV website on May twenty six, I don't think everybody was thinking rationally after that. Because I don't want to discount the fact that there are a lot of people currently working very hard. The frontliners, the nurses, the volunteers, uh, the developers, if you agree with me or not. I don't know whether they're working hard or not. But, you know, they are working or not. I don't know. But, okay, the people who are behind the website, a lot of people are doing a lot of work, okay? We cannot discount the fact that the AstraZeneca opt-in has been generally successful. Yep, I mean, discounting the fact that it's very frustrating. I'm sure a lot of you are pissed off with this this uh, <laughs> this experience. People uh-huh. say that this is harder than buying a seat on AirAsia. <laughs> but yeah, the, the fact remains that all 1.2 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine round two were fully snapped up. And that shows that there's high interest for the vaccine and everyone wants to get vaccinated. So that's something that we can't ignore. Yeah, it's a huge step forward with regards to vaccination. Or immediately, 1.2 million people will be having uh, vaccines in their arms. And like you said, Alex, the only good vaccine is the one. It's in your arm. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of people, and I just want to say this because I think, and it's my opinion, I don't know if you guys disagree with this, you can put them down in the comment section. I think we forget 
to celebrate the victories because we're so busy trying to blame people with what's going on. Okay, am I disagreeing that the website needs work? No, I, I'm not. Uh, the website needs a lot of work. Uh, from I don't know how it happened from the first session to now the second session, and uh, this is like what the, the third session. session. It it should have been better and better, but they've they've put in things that made it worse. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about like okay, what actually happened, and and uh, what are the facts, and how can it be better. Alright, so May 26th, 12 o'clock. Okay, maybe let's start um, on 23rd of May. Okay, let's start 23rd of May. Yeah. What's so, the story? So 23rd of May is when round two starts. So initially, um, the government only opens up opens up the round two campaign to cover senior citizens. So mm. if you're age 16 and above, you can register for the AstraZeneca vaccine mm. because that's the main priority. And this time, it's open to five states. KL, Selangor, Johor, Penang, and Sarawak. But Sarawak specifically Kuching and Miri because if you're staying somewhere else, you don't want to drive all the way to Kuching and Miri. <laughs> so, yeah, so initially it's given to senior citizens. And I think um, on the second day, uh, about 200 over 1,000 senior citizens have registered. So there's roughly mm. about 1 million doses remaining. Mm. And of course, we don't waste time. So that's when they decided, okay, we're going to open up to everybody Age 18 all, years and above. All age groups, right? All 18 age groups. and above. Yeah, but yep. still within those five states. Mm. So that when supposed to be scheduled on 12 p.m. on the 26th of May, which is on Wednesday. Mm. And then on the day itself, 12 p.m., I think all of us, include us included, yes. we try to check out the site and then, hey, where's the button? The first thing that we notice is that the registration button is missing. Yes. It's like, what's up, man? Mm. It's supposed to go live on 12. Did mm. we miss the bus or what? <laughs> it's like deja vu. That's, that's the same thing we happened on the front Around one, right? Yes, yes. Like, what's going on? Uh. And, After that, I think JKJV tweeted, oh, uh, they're still fixing the site. It'll uh. be up in 12.15. Okay, never mind. Delayed by 15 minutes. Okay. All right, all right. Let's give some time to warm up. Yes, Fine. Yes. <laughs> 12.15 came. Still doesn't work. What's uh, going on? Yes. And I think about 12.20, mm. um, that's when you can get to the page. Yes. So good. You can finally see the page. Mm. You can fill up your details. And once you reach at the bottom section where you're supposed to pick your state in the slot, that didn't appear. Yes. Like this didn't, didn't load. The the buttons were there or the green squares were there. The states, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. When you tap on them or click on them, nothing happened. Yeah. Mm. So something's wrong with the site. Why is it not loading the slots? Yeah. So that's where people got frustrated, angry. And I think after a while, some people managed to see the slots and they reserve it. But I think the majority of, of them, if you can see in social media, they couldn't get anything. They they don't get the slots at all. Yeah. So so there are a number of errors here. Number one is they started the 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 timing late. So it was uh, first scheduled for 12 o'clock, uh, 12 noon, and then it moved to 12:15, and then it started around 12:20. Everybody started filling up the forms, uh, and we saw the state buttons, and we clicked on it. Nothing happened. So everybody started spamming on that. So one error is you click on the state button, nothing happens. Uh, the second one is you click on the state buttons, you could see the slots. Uh, you pick a slot. Uh, it's full, it or, not, or nothing it, happens, or nothing happens. Okay, number one, nothing happens, and then number two, it's full despite the squares being green. Then you pick the next green slot, it's full. You pick the next green slot, it's full. You pick the next, so it was full all the way. So everybody was frustrated. Okay, now after that, um, to make okay, I don't know whether we want to talk about the surprise that everybody got the the day after. Maybe like, maybe leave that later. Okay, yeah. so. Of course, everybody started to make noise uh, on the web uh, with regards to what happened, and I know a lot of people are developers. A lot of people know what they're doing, or they they can look at codes and stuff like that. I I personally I can't. I'm I I'll I'll, I'll be upfront, you know. So I'm I'm reading a lot and trying to understand. 
But what I don't agree is a lot of the assumptions. Like, oh, you know, you should have done this. You should have done that. And when it comes to troubleshooting, when it comes to looking at problems and errors and stuff like that, yes, it's so easy to tell people, you should have done this. You should have done that. Or this should have this. This should have that. In hindsight, right? But here's the thing. It doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help, and it, it's not going to make a difference. Okay, let's let's go at what what the what the people were saying. So there was this thing about Cloudflare. Yes, and then in fact, the um, I think like most websites, uh, if you're familiar, uh, do something called Cloudflare. So mm. Cloudflare, uh, just explain, it's actually like a service mm. which you can uh, adopt to your website. So that actually helps to mitigate bots because you know in case there's DDoS attacks and all that, uh, Cloudflare can be like a shield to block uh, bots from, from hitting your website. So to, that's to make sure that only genuine visits hit your server. Mm. So that's one thing that have. And also Cloudflare also helps in terms of catching to make your site load faster and all that. Mm. But what happens that because of the massive, because of the sheer number of visitors, right, uh, a lot of people are seeing like error messages from Cloudflare. Yep. In fact, even Ray, right, I think she was spamming too many times. She yep. refreshed too many times. She got blocked by Cloudflare. Like, oh, okay, you can't go in anymore. You're blocked because yep. you're you're too aggressive. Yep. And of course, uh, there's some features there as well to to mitigate uh, bots, like I mentioned earlier. So some people have struggled with the capture. <laughs> and to be fair, right, it's not. Is is I can understand where they're coming from because the capture feature mm. is all in English. So imagine yes. those people who can't understand English, yes. they don't know what to do. Yes. Like for example, or find where's the bus, and of course, if you can't find the bus, uh. you can hit sneak, can hit uh, skip. Uh. But p- some people don't know that. Some yeah. people just see a picture like I don't see the bus. <laughs> what do I do next? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's true. Yeah. So a lot of people are playing a lot of pictogram yesterday, I guess. Uh. Finding buses, <laughs> uh, fire hydrants, hills, yeah, bicycles, yeah. Uh, traffic lights. Yeah. I think a lot of people yesterday was trying to prove themselves, uh, prove to the computer that they're not a robot. <laughs> you are a robot. Want me to prove that I'm not a robot? <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> okay. So, is Cloudflare to blame? I don't think so. N- n- not if this this thing is working correctly. The and tools are. I think the tools are there for purpose, but I think it's how it's being configured and how it's been you know put together. It's like a. F- it's like you're using a fire hydrant to fix a broken window. <laughs> Something like that. If you're trying to understand. Okay. The other thing is this thing called uh, cores. Um, cross. Uh, cross what? Uh? What, uh, cross origin, cross origin resource sharing. sharing. As as you can see, we are experts at web development here. <laughs> cr- cr- okay, cross origin uh, resource sharing. So a lot of people are saying, oh, you know what? This uh, cr- uh, they they are returning a, ro- a lot of errors. So what is cores? Cross origin resource sharing. So basically, you see the website in front of the web. Uh, the website is called the front end, and for the website to work or for the website to serve you the information that you require, like a response, like okay, you got your your booking slot or these booking slots are available, the website has to check a database. And the problem with this, uh, this uh, the, the website yesterday was when, they, uh, when, when you ask the website to check for the slot and uh, the website okay then proceeds to check for the slot, the database is like on fire already because uh, uh, there's just too many requests. So the website is not getting a response from the database that okay, this slot is available. And that's why some of you who got the area where you can click on either the states or you can click on the time and you're not getting a response, it's because within the website's programming, there was no um, mention or there was no setting in the website programming to say that, oh, okay, if the database is not returning a response within this time, please tell the user that there is an error. 
So that 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 was that was not designed into the website. So the literally the website didn't know what to do. I didn't get the data. I didn't get a response from the database. Uh, what do I do? Do do nothing. <laughs> which is exactly what happened, right? Yeah. So so the website doesn't do anything, and that kind of like made the situation worse because us as the user keep pressing the button, and every and we don't know that actually every time we press the button, we're telling the website to ask the database. And we're like, okay, instead of asking one time and not get response and wait for the response, we're asking one, two, three, twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred times, and it's just compounding the problem with the database. Yeah. So, like for example, the service went in fire. So because of this situation, people get more consumed. So everyone like open multiple browsers, yeah. try multiple times. So yes. it just increases the load to the servers. Like I cannot take it anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna make it worse. It's crazy, and a lot of people were trying it on multiple computers, multiple browsers within multiple computers. Tablets, phones, uh, phones. So I had two computers turned on with four browsers. I think that's not that's not terrible at all. Four browsers. One was like a normal browser. The other one was like an incognito browser. And I had two phones turned on with uh one uh. One browser each, so I had like a total of six browsers, and all of them were tapping and tapping and tapping. I can think, you, yeah. and that's just from one person. Can you imagine the load? I think on on that on that hour, right? I think Malaysia population just increased by hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone's just doing that, right? Yeah. Scrambly, just open all the browsers they can and just try different sessions if yeah. they can get through. So what I want to do here is I want to tell people like, guys, okay, you guys who are on Twitter, you're de- the developers and all that. You guys coming in and say, oh, this should have been done, that should have been done. I think, I think. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm old school. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what I am. But telling people or telling those hardworking people again, I'm not defending them. But benefit of the doubt, I think they are doing. Nobody in their right mind is like, okay, you know what? Uh, I don't care. I'm just gonna dump some crap codes. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna test it. I'm just gonna let it crash and burn. I think a lot of people. A lot of people who are doing this work have in them an innate sense of pride and innate sense of nervousness that they want is like you know what this is for the people. If I get this right, uh, Malaysia is going to move forward with regards to vaccination. It's it's another success on my side. Nobody wants to fail. I think okay. I think we cannot say that they are not working hard. They are working hard, but are they doing it correctly? I think that's the main question. Are they working smart or not? Smartly and correctly. Are yes. they doing the right thing? Because number one is that you should know that this. Immunization program is a very important thing to the country, and you know there's going to be huge loss of traffic because it's going to be definitely higher demand than what you get on Asia or Shopee, yeah, Lazada. Yeah, but I think I think they know that. I think they know that. They know that, yeah. But they, sh- I think they're not well prepared for that. I mean, they think that okay, yeah, it's going to be high traffic, but they they like, did well, plan for it probably yeah, because yeah. I think number one, other people have pointed out that yeah, they're using AWS, using Cloudflare. So yeah, you got the right tools, but you're not using the tools correctly. Yeah, fire extinguisher breaking, uh, trying to fix a window. Yeah, so like for example, <laughs> AWS, we all know that it can scale automatically yep. because you, it's on the cloud, right? You can add automatically more, and infinitely. Infinitely, yeah. yeah. You can if you got high speed, it can handle it, but mm. it's not done properly. So obviously, it's not configured properly. Mm. And like you said about the the cost thing, right? So. The page it loads. Yep. I think everyone gets the page, but why is the slots are not working? Something's happening somewhere. There's a bottleneck somewhere. Yep. And this is not the first time they're doing it because mm. this has happened on the first round. Although yeah, they managed to solve it within half an hour. Yeah. It happens in the second round for quite a while and it went smoothly. But yep. this time the third round is like the mother of all bookings because you're opening one million slots to, to all adults aged 18 and above yep. in five states, yep. and that's a huge difference. 
it's like you you didn't learn your lessons. Uh. I mean, this is going to be huge. And I, I guess, okay, to be fair, they were, I think they're providing some good suggestion. I think there's one written by Timothy Teo. I think it's quite elaborate. But whether it works in this scenario, there's yeah. a whole different thing. But it is pointing to the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I want to point that uh, I point that out also because because w- I wanted to say like among all the people that are saying, because one people says cost, one people says Cloudflare, then everybody just jumps on to say, yo, it's just, it's, it should have been this, should have been that. I, I've, so far, uh, Alex pointed this out to me. Only one person, uh, uh, this 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 developer, in the name of uh, Timothy, Timothy Tio. Tio, he's the only one that's been listing out like, okay, this is what should what not should have been done. But if if it was him designing a, a whole complete system to manage uh, b- registrations and booking for uh, COVID, uh, vaccines, this is how it, it should have been done. And it's it's very logical. It's very well laid out. I think we'll put the link in our description uh, yep. later. Um, I also want to add on about Cloudflare. Yep. So about national registration for COVID vaccines, right? Uh, Cloudflare actually introduced something called Project Fair Shot. So they know that vaccine registration is going to be a huge, um, it's going to put a lot of tremendous pressure on online systems. So they have this feature which is offered for free to countries where you can actually help to manage a crowd because there's going to be a search of people trying to register online. Yep. So this under this project, Fair Shot, they actually have something called like a waiting room. Mm. So imagine like, remember when telcos offer iPhone iPhone bookings yep. and all that. Before you can go to the online store, there's like a queue system. Like, okay, there's 10,000 people waiting. You're queue number five or six. Mm. So it actually queues the visitors out there so that it doesn't clog up the servers. Mm. So this is something similar as well that's offered by Cloudflare. And from what we've seen yesterday, I don't think this has been implemented. So... There are tools out there. Why are we not using it? Yep. So this is something that we should look in. The government should look into. Okay, so we've gone past the or oh, this should have been done, that should have been done. Now we're looking at the uh, the 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 solutions. What can be done for the next round? Um, obviously, JKJAV has come out to apologize for the frustration. Um, also, but um, uh, um, in between the 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 failures and the apologies, again, I want to point out 1.2 million doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine have been snapped up in less than two hours. or One hour. In less than less than an hour. Just um, uh, so to break it down, so there's 1.2 million doses. Mm. So um, the first phase, which in for, that's open for senior citizens, uh, from on the that 23rd, amount, right? On the 23rd mm. until 26, there are 275,208 doses that have been booked by senior yes. citizens. And then in addition to that, uh, 29,183 were given to waiting list individuals mm. from round one. Mm. So the remaining slots, which are 956,609 doses, were snapped up within one hour on 26, which is yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to talk about like the budget. So after the Cloudflare, people blaming Cloud, uh, blaming the developers, telling them, oh, you don't know how to use Cloudflare, you don't know how to use AWS, you don't know how to use, uh, the dev- you don't know how to develop uh, a proper code. Um, the other uh, thing that they were saying is like, oh, is this how like a 70 million ringgit website looks like? Yeah, everyone's going to wish hunt, right? To yeah, look, who's everybody's going to wish hunt. Oh, who's the developer? Who's the people making money out of this? Blah, 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 blah. You know, again, guys, rational thinking. Rational thinking. That's the reason why we wanted to talk about this on this show. It's like, please think rationally and logically. If you look at the facts... Again, I have to put a caveat here. I am not defending the government. I am not pro-government. I'm just saying, look at the facts. If the government screws up and they made like tons of crap, yes. Should the website be better? Yes. Can it be better? Definitely. Should this screw up happen in the first first place? No. Uh, Is Malaysia the first and only country that's doing this? Uh, Are they not able to learn from anybody else? They can and they should. 
Are the right people put in place? I don't think so. Maybe sus on that, but but I but I want to talk about also rational thinking and say okay to say that the seventy million ringgit allocated for the improvement of the processing of the request of opt-in bookings for the AstraZeneca vaccines is allocated only for the website is completely wrong. Yep. So 70 million is allocated. I, okay, so the apportionment is not clear. I think I think KJ has to come out and say, okay, yep. the apportionment, is okay, where does the money go where? Mm-hmm. But you guys fail to, those, those who are saying that the 70 million is only for the website, fail to look at the bigger picture here. Number one, the support, stru- support structure. Uh, the call center, uh, the the cost of the people running the call center, the call center itself, the cost of the calls, uh, all and 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 other things, right? Yep. In fact, they actually released a statement on the twentieth April to highlight the breakdown of the to highlight what's included in the seventy million yep. budget. So it includes uh, like a dashboard to look into the home immunization program. Mm. Includes like you said, um, the call centers, the operation of call centers. Yep. It also includes the system for the Malaysian vaccine support volunteers. So for people want to help out, there's a system to manage that. And this also includes like the communication costs for following appointments, like SMS, and there's also um, a lot of things, including okay. Apart from website, there's also a chatbot system and also like a surveillance system to look into the whole immunization program. So it's not just the website. It covers a lot of things. So, yeah. But how much it costs for website, that we don't know. Yeah, That's the, something that KJ needs to explain. Yeah, the apportionment has not been clarified. I think KJ can be more granular in terms of like, okay, this is what the money for. I, I guess to, to again, bring back the confidence of the people. Uh, I think, guys, uh, the people who are working in uh, JKJAV, CITF, I think you guys are doing a great job, uh, uh, Alex and I, and uh, a lot of the Surgeon Jaw team members, because we got such a wonderful, positive response from our experience of getting the vaccination. Because it was so, I do, I don't want to say delightfully easy, but it was relatively easy. You guys set yourself up. I think a lot of people, and 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 I guess maybe it's us to blame as well because we we spread the news. We told people that okay, the vaccination registration was super easy, super smooth. I I mentioned in my previous episode, um, yep. only three clicks and it's done. You guys set yourself up because a lot of people then believe that okay, this is going to be easy. In fact, uh, the 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 time before that, right, twenty third, it was super smooth and super easy because the load was was less, lah. Yeah, because limited to synthesis only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now let's focus on what can be done, right? So, um, what can be done? Okay, like for example, assuming right, if let's say they can't do anything on the server right now, okay, the easiest thing they can do is to how do you mitigate load? Like what uh, I think Rory and I had discussed earlier, they could have done in phases, like could be done by states because there's five states, right? You don't have wait, to wait, get. You're saying cannot be done on the server. Okay, your your hypothetical now is that the website has been launched, is it? Or are you are you? Uh, I mean, on the current state. So you cannot touch the servers. You cannot touch the configuration, or you cannot touch the database. I'm just saying that if let's say they don't want to touch anything on on the website right now. Okay, so yeah. they want to. That means they want to change anything at all. Yeah, assuming okay. that you want to change, don't want to change anything on the website right now. How do we get this done smoothly? Mm. So based on the current resources, one way is to do the registration by phases. Because like you said, on the twenty third, it was pretty smooth, right? Yes. I mean, got hiccup for maybe the first 10, 15 minutes. Yep. After eventually, it could go through. Yeah. So one way is to do by phases. They can do it by states and by age groups. Mm. Because the phase two of the AstraZeneca uh, program is only going to start in June. So if a lot of time to you know do this registration process. Yep. So one thing they can do is they can do by states. Let's say for example, okay, Sarawak, you do first from yep. this date to this date, maybe two days, and you can do time slots. Based on the age group, so like you like right now, 
uh, initially they offer it to six years and above. Mm. Done. Then can move to the next phase, fifty to sixty at one one time slot. Mm. Then you move down forty to thirty, thirty to twenty. That's how you can go. So at least you don't get the whole Malaysia to crowd in. Not whole Malaysia, Malaysians in five states to yep. go to the site at the same time. So yep. that can be done staggeredly. So that will reduce the load. Yep. So I'm looking at like um, the 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 points that uh, Timothy Tio in his uh, article mentioned. Um, the the key thing here is they're not getting a response from the database. So he's suggesting that the database is partitioned in a way that not everybody come in and requests for okay, because a lot of people are coming in and requesting for different types of data but you're only calling on one server and that server is going to cry and you know it's going to try as hard as possible for it to send a response i guess that's that's the reason why today on 27 people are surprised because they mentioned that they didn't complete the process or they didn't uh, they didn't get like a response from the server and today when they check their my suggestion they got a slot Yeah, surprisingly, Alpio woke up this morning and found out. Hey, I got a slot, oh, but I think pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah, pleasant surprise. I didn't get the the. I didn't complete registration. I yeah. didn't get thank you page, but I got my appointment. Yeah, and all of a sudden they got me like, oh, okay, now JKTV, thank you so much. I'm your good friend right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, the frustration is uh, all on on the people who are running the website's fault. I think. I I mean I don't know what happened, guys. I don't know what happened. I don't know what are the things that you couldn't see. Even if those are the things that you couldn't see, um, I'm not. I'm not asking for a council or I'm not asking for a committee to be developed. I think uh, online bookings like this is not new. Managing load is not new. Like Rory mentioned, right? The number of people on Facebook is more than than a million. The load on 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 YouTube is more than that, and and they are able to serve it. Uh, you were playing. You mentioned that you were playing games, and they had like a queue system. Yeah, so the it's similar to you know Alexis uh, cloud flatting earlier, uh-huh. where there's like a lobby. So the thing is, yeah, okay, maybe. Um, so I have a few points, lah. So okay. first, first things is go for it. You don't need a committee to. I don't think you need a committee no. to do something like this. No, you don't. Okay, this is like anybody who has ever played a video game on launch day or tried to buy shoes from Adidas or, you know, all those hype beasts, hype base, whatever it is, right? Yep. Anything limited drop because limited drop things are so popular nowadays. Yes. Okay, rubbish things also, limited <laughs> drop. As long as it's limited brick. and it's a drop, you're going to want to buy it, you know? Yep. <laughs> a brick, exactly. Yep. So the thing is, Anybody who has played a video game on launch day, they will know that when it comes on, servers are going to be like they're going to be so full. So last time, what I I I experienced was okay. There's like a you you try and log in, then they're like, okay, you're trying to log in now. Our mm. servers are quite full. Yep. There are a lot of people playing, but you are number three thousand, mm. and then slowly you can see the number go down. Yep. So as a like someone who's waiting to get in, you know, at mm. that time I don't have to be like, oh shit, am I in? Am I not in? Mm. Like, what do I do? Do I keep refreshing or what? Do mm. I just wait here? So at least that one you can see the number going down. You can be like, okay, I'm gonna go make a cup of coffee first, yep. maybe get my mm. breakfast or something, you know. And then you can see, oh, okay, now the time's going in. Then go in. You reduce the anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. You give people, you let people know what's uh, going when. on. So, so the, when you guys were mentioning, everybody was like, um, the doing multiple Spamming. requests, yeah. right? Uh, it's uh. like keep requesting the same thing from the server. So it reminded me of like you know those jokes where it's like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> Am I in yet? Am I uh, in yet? Okay. And it's like if you don't give a response, the questions are always going to come. Yeah. So it's like. Why not just do something like that? Like how how that's not new, you know. That's like that's been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And 
now I find out Cloudflare has a specific function for that. Yep. So why wasn't that being implemented? Yep. And then the thing about AWS, AWS, one of their main selling points, they can scale infinitely. Like, yep. You know, they're like, oh, this day, let's say you have a big load, right? Just scale. It's yep. pay as you use. Yep. So it's like, it's not even you need to call somebody be like, hey, I need a one more, one terabyte hard disk yep. uh, for all of this. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. It's, mm the cloud mm. and okay lah maybe I'm oversimplifying things because it's like yeah I guess I'm not a developer yeah. but it it seems like that these are not problems that are like brand new these mm. are not even problems that are new for the registration process because this is the third time we're doing this yeah. already so it's like um, I don't know it doesn't make sense to me and also don't, also don't people do yeah. load testing first I mean they As do UAT they do UAT I don't I'm not sure whether you can do a load test I think uh, you at can. this scale yeah, but at this scale, I'm not sure. Again, uh, we're not developers here, but yeah. I, I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've created some websites. I've managed teams that are developing websites before. Uh, I'm running. We're running Surgeon.com. Uh, obviously, we don't get the load that you know we dream of getting the load that <laughs> the JKJB is JKJB getting. JKJB website oh, yeah. is getting. Um, but I don't think you can. I'm not sure whether you can reliably simulate such a load. Yeah, but I think the most critical part is that you're giving this whole thing, right, gave a very bad experience to people. Imagine all the, the uncle aunties there who are struggling with using a computer already yep. and they get this thing, they get super frustrated, like, what's going on here? Yep. And I want to point out that the form, right, is actually very different from round one. Mm. So if you remember round one, right, when we registered, it was super easy. You just need to type in your IC or passport, mm. your phone number, and then you just choose the slot and you're done. Mm. Now they added an additional field. Okay, they have the section called date of birth. Which okay, that's quite straightforward. Mm. But the the interesting part was there's another field that's called my suggestion ID. You mm. need to enter your my suggestion ID. Oh like, my god! Like, why like did, what is that? Why that's something you, new? It's like what is my? I didn't even ID? know that yeah. was such a thing. Yeah, and because of that, right? My suggestion actually <laughs> crashed yesterday <laughs> around one o'clock or twelve, 12 something because everyone was wondering what's my my suggestion yeah, ID. Everyone was checking. So everyone was yeah. checking right, and the whole app crashed. So imagine my suggestion, right? You cannot view the vaccination page. So I don't know how much of impact that caused the vaccination program over the weekend. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Imagine people want to go and uh, check in or, you know, they need to go and scan uh, QR codes. Like, what? The, the whole app is just down. Yeah, I think app check-in, I think, still works, but vaccination page. So imagine you go to vaccination center, right? Mm. Okay, show your vaccination page. <gasps> it's not loading. Mm. I, I don't know, man. When I launched the app, it said that my suggestion is now down for maintenance. <laughs> maintenance what? at Trevor Clock. Yeah. Oh, Hello. No, that one, that one, I do put like error code, right? Yeah, exactly. So, oh, something happened, put out this code. It's, <laughs> put that's why. Right. Put, put this alert. Any problem is a maintenance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's another frustrating thing, right? Mm. We don't know whether we are encountering an error or not. Yeah, and also basically, yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah. And basically speaking, right, I think I think we talked about this in the earlier episodes, right? It's mm. not we're not just talking about one database. There's a lot of database in the immunization system. So like we discussed earlier, right? The information on JKJV website mm. is different from my Sajatra mm. and whatever database that's in the vaccination center. Because yep. we had that experience as well. Like when I mean we said from for his vaccination my Sajatra, yep. it can be found on the on the JKJV website. Yep. Like what's going on? And even my dad, who got vaccinated recently, he didn't get notified from my suggestion mm. at all. Mm. All the appointments were handled by a phone call from yep. the hospital. Mm. And only the only update was after he received the jab. Yep. Then he got the update on my suggestion that he has been vaccinated. Yep. So there's a lot of disconnect here. There's a lot of databases. <laughs> yes. And this, this just adds more to the complexity of this whole program. I yeah. think for the JKGV site, I'm assuming, I think there's only one database that they're checking. Uh, I think it's 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 all there. The slots, right? Uh, after, that, after that, only they, they consolidate. I think it's crazy for them to call, for the website to call multiple databases to verify. 
Um, but I'm assuming that. Okay, so I think we've we've covered uh, a lot of things here. We covered of uh, uh, on what happened. We covered on okay, what is the real problem? Uh, we covered on like what the budget is for, what the money is being used for. Um, and we covered on like okay, what can be done to be better? So number one is a, a holding a holding room system, a queue system, right? And then a a, a better arranged uh, database so that the database won't go on fire with uh, the multiple requests. So that so that you can manage the load on the li- database better. Um, better error alerts. So if there is something that goes wrong, you don't uh, leave people in anxiety of whether they are the one to blame because they did something wrong. Tell the people. I guess that's the basic things. Uh. I think for me, at the end of the day, this is what I wanted to say, and you guys can chime in uh, with your conclusions after this, is to say that for any growth to happen, there's definitely going to be a lot of pain. Uh, and I hope the people who are at uh, JKJV, the developers, I hope KJ himself, um, I, I think KJ is suffering a lot also. I think he's tired. I think he's... Um, He's taking this, lah. You know, I mean, I would, I honestly speaking, I wouldn't want to be in his position right now. To be honest, I wouldn't want to be in his position. But the thing I'm frustrated is that at least KJ should say something on that day itself because on that day when this whole thing happened, right? He didn't. He should yeah. tweet. Like, where is he? Because I remember on the first round, right? He's progressively updating. Okay, guys, you know, uh, sorry, we have a yeah. problem here. You know, we be the site's gonna be up soon. Yeah. At least he's looking to it. You know, he's doing something, and mm. he gives constant updates. Okay, guys, there's how many slots remaining? Yeah, but, but I don't see that yesterday. So maybe, where's KJ? Maybe he was trying to register his family <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's refreshing there together with us. Yeah, that's right. So that's why I'm saying I don't want to be in his position because okay, for me, I'm um, I'm a. PR guy, so I handle a lot of crisis situations also for a lot of companies, big, 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 big companies. The first thing that you need to do bef- uh, to respond is to stay calm and to respond in a calm manner. So two things are either he's either the reason why KJ didn't respond is either he doesn't know what's going on, he he cannot come up with the response. At least acknowledge a problem, right? Or I know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, or he's like too busy trying to sort this out before he can formulate a response, or he's not in a state of mind to initiate a response. Because let's not again. I'm not defending him. Uh, like I mentioned, I'm not his best friend. <laughs> Maybe after this, will be I don't know. Um, <laughs> but but you, you imagine um before in the olden days when you respond in a crisis manner, it's one way. You say something, the reporters will report it, and it's done. Today, you respond in a crisis. So the spokesperson will respond in a crisis via social media, via Twitter. And the tweets that come back, I mean, sometimes I read tweets that come back to people, even I feel hurt, you know? (laughs) And it's not me personally. So it's like, wow, these people find new ways to hurt with words, you know? Yeah, so like this one tweet by some famous person, he said, you know, uh, I think he she said something very nasty for the entire people involved in the in the immunization program. Like, wow, that's harsh. I mean, you're, you shouldn't you, do that. I mean, you're, yeah, I know you're, you're frustrated with the website, but don't curse everyone in the program. You're, not, you're going to curse the vaccinators, the volunteers. Yes. That's not fair, right? That's the point that I'm trying to make. Please, guys, uh, people make mistakes. Did nobody get doses? I don't think so. Is it the end of the world? I don't think so. A lot of people are frustrated because they didn't get it. Okay, fine. I understand that notion. But does that mean and does that give you the license to lose it? I don't think so. Yep. Um, so, okay, back to my point. I think uh, KJ, the JKJ AV team, the developers, they have now all the information they need, all the lessons and have made all the errors in this one day that all of us 
shouldn't expect anything less yep. for the next opt-in if if it does happen. So there is no excuse, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. St- I'm not saying I'm gonna stop defending you, but I think there is no rationality and reason left for me to say it's okay, lah, guys. You know, they're still learning and all that. I think you've learned enough, lah. I mean, three <laughs> rounds already, because I think they set the bar high for the first round, second round, yeah. and now this is the third round. So yeah. people expect things to be better because you've gone through this many many times already. You should be better now. Yeah. So the next time you're going to do this, I think people won't be that forgiving. Lah. Yeah, so that's my point. Number one is, guys, uh, for those of us who are not involved in this, yes, you can say your things, but say it rationally. Don't go so emotional and start blaming people, cursing the family members and whatever not. Um, uh, number two is uh, get the facts right. So again, the budget and everything, the errors and all that, you know, get that right. And then number three, to the people who are developing the website and all that, I think you guys have learned enough. Um... I think the frustrations says it all. Uh, and this is it, guys. The next one, it has to be perfect. No less than that. No, but I think the best way to respond to it is with memes. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like, after all the frustrated scrolling through Twitter, right? The the, the best thing was seeing all the memes. People were like, oh, thank you, JKJV. Now I finally hafal my wife's phone number. <laughs> After all these years, all these years. <laughs> but uh, it's like uh, I got an existential crisis because I've never been asked uh, whether I'm human or not <laughs> so many times in a day before. Those were the best parts, lah. I think. Yeah, yeah, I yes. think as for for all the 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 people who are cursing, I think there are equal number of people who you know they understand that shit happens. Yeah. And then let's let's what what else can we do? You know. Alright guys, uh, it's that time again in the show where we read and respond to your comments. So these are the comments that we got from our previous episode. Let's talk about how did we get here. Uh, episode number 68. Uh, we got like 212 comments. Thanks very much guys uh, for that. Um, okay, so I'm going to read the comments. Uh, if there's anything uh, Alex needs to respond to uh, or Rory needs to respond to, just chime in. Okay guys. So we got this comment from Detox, our longtime uh, viewer and fan. Hi Detox, thanks very much for commenting, watching the video. So he says, "What else can you blame other than public, uh, in 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 uh, brackets PRU PRU Sabah? Yes, rakyat are becoming hard-headed nowadays, not following SOPs and rejecting vaccine. But the PRU is, in my opinion, at the core of it all. The butterfly that started a hurricane. My point is the butterfly effect." The one bad decision led to the other bad decision and ended up getting as big as it is. I think yes and no. I think he's true at some point that that's probably one of the starting point because I think uh, there's a lot of SOP violations back then, you know, because we're supposed to be avoiding gatherings, but yet they still have uh, uh, rallies that, you know, they have yeah. mass, mass crowd, which obviously is like a potential cluster and it did happen. So we did found that so politicians got infected with COVID during that time. Yep. And I think and I think what makes people frustrated is that of the concerns or the claims of double standard. Because how come politicians can get away with it but yep. the riot they get fined for, for not wearing masks or operating slightly above the operating hours. So I think that's probably one of the first steps that cause the frustration about people. But then again, in terms of number of cases, well, I wouldn't blame entirely on the PRU because if you remember in December, I think in December, the government decided to open the borders. So yeah. I, for me, that's a um, bad call by the government because that time, we still know other woods yet, but yet they allow inter- interstate travel mm. and that actually sparked new classes. And that's the reason why we started 2021 with high cases. Mm. So I would say there are two points of parts of it. 
the government also as at fault. At the same time, as, as people, we also at fault as well because we still decide to travel interstate despite knowing the fact that COVID is still quite high. Yeah, and I think it's bound to happen. Uh, if, if if it wasn't the PRU, it would have been another incident that would have triggered this because we were getting lags and lags in terms of uh, our SOP following and, and stuff like that. Okay, the next one is from Alishan and um, they say, uh, I don't know whether it's a he or she, I worked in the healthcare section, so I wanted to know what's my non-medical uh, medical friend's attitude towards the pandemic. And this is what I found. Collectively, they said that the government is wrong. Not enough police and roadblocks, no reinforcements. Okay, people can't be blamed for stupidity. If someone travelled, it's because no police to stop, not because the person is stupid. They defended, uh, they defended that workplace cluster is high and it can't be helped because they work close contact the whole day. Let me tell you, I work in the pharmacy department dispensing medication to average 400 to 500 people per day. All we have is our three-ply mask provided, face shield, self-purchased. Why is the cases within the healthcare not as bad as public? We work five days a week, no work from home, nine hours a day, close contact, most of us work with only face mask and self-purchase face shield. Stop this bullshit. <laughs> I guess, okay, so I, uh, Alisha and I agree with you. I mean, it's easy, again, it's easy. Like I said uh, in the episode, right, it's a coping mechanism that we blame the government or blame the, blame the vac- vaccine because we don't have to do anything. We just blame people. It's hard for us to do anything. I think I'm not pro-government and I'm not blaming the people, but... Like I said, whatever it is, right? Whatever that's going to happen, if we follow the SOPs that I talked about, wash hands, uh, sanitize, uh, wear masks, social distancing, and also register for that vaccination, I think Alishan brought a good point. Yep. Like the healthcare industry, you follow the SOPs and you're good. Yep. For example, you go crowded places with face masks and you can see that the healthcare, although they're cases, but they're much lower than other segments. Yes. So it's proved that it is possible to have a proper economic activities as long as everyone complies. Yeah. The problem is, you know, I think the government don't trust us to follow SOPs, number one. And then, you know, they have to balance a lot of things. They have to balance the economy. They have to balance this and that. So the SOPs sometimes, uh, they don't follow factual data. They follow, I guess, okay, we have to make this survive. We have to ensure this. And that's the reason why you get to bazaars and, and, and markets opening. So that brings me to my uh, to the other comment. Um, Curious Cat said... I agree. I think the recent spike is caused by Ramadan and Idil Fitri bazaars. I don't know what the government was on to allow these bazaars to be organized during the month. On top of that, they even allowed Raya bazaars to open until 2 a.m. I wanted to toot toot, but it's weird. Okay. What was that for? Why were you encouraging people to go out? So Curious Cat is blaming the government. Well, yeah, in a way, yes, some de- some wrong decis- decisions were made. At the mm. same time, that some decisions that they made for the good of our people yeah. were not followed by people. Like, f- classic example, do not go for house visiting during Raya. Mm. But turns out that people are not following that because according to the cases they were seeing recently, most of them are a result from Raya visiting. From it's Raya clusters, yeah. Raya clusters and also interstate travel, which isn't allowed, by the way. So how did it happen? So obviously, it's not the government's fault because yeah. the government did make a clear SOP. Yeah, you can say that maybe there's no enforcement at the border. Yeah. But ultimately, the person who crossed the border is the one at fault. 
Who asked you to cross the border to visit your family? It's <laughs> not my fault, dude. I tried to cross. The police didn't stop me. Yeah, Blame so the police. The police didn't do their job. That's why. That's why I am allowed to go. Yeah. So and then <laughs> who's at fault? Not me. Not me. The police. <laughs> Please, lah, guys. Come on. Just stay at home, lah. Okay. But I agree with uh, Curious Cat. Thanks for that comment. Okay, our final comment is from Ama Roland. And he says, I'm more to the theory of putting the blame on Rakyat first, government second. When Alex says something about COVID fatigue, I think that is the turning point where Rakyat surrendered while the fighting should be continued. The term has the same meaning to the one used by uh, the health DG, which is Kelesuan Pandemic. We showed a good fight at the early stage, but we got fatigued and wanting eagerly to go back to the good old days, how the Malaysians used to live. Okay, I just want to clarify one thing. I think uh, our episode is not... We we we, weren't, we didn't set out to, okay, blame who, blame that. Uh, I think I, I made it really clear. Blaming is easy. Action is difficult. All of us needs to do something. Do something. Not, not blame, right? Yeah. Okay. So you wanted to say something about this, Alex? So like, yeah, I think like what what we like say is uh okay is on, on point like quite fatigue because everyone got is we encountering this for one whole year already. It's like can we just go back to a normal life? Yes. So everyone just got you know got a bit uh complacent. Like you know what you know, I've been surviving this for one whole year. What's what's how bad is it being gonna be if I just gonna visit my friend or my relatives like this this one time? You know, yeah. it's not gonna happen anyway. So people just got complacent, but I think. Based on the current situation, you know, we'll be hitting 7,000 cases a day now. Yep. And I think you also know that the government's not going to do a lockdown. And I know a lot of people are requesting for lockdown because that's effective in curbing the cases. But of course, we can't do it because that will going to cost a lot of jobs and livelihoods. And the health DG, clearly, he's also frustrated because the people on the ground, the frontliners, they're tired, they're mentally exhausted. But what can they do? So that's why uh, health DG, he made a plea to people, you know, please stay at home. Try to quarantine yourself for for two weeks as much as possible. Don't go out unnecessarily. And I think uh, a lot of people are realizing that. If you look at the streets right now, from the 25th of May onwards, there are less people on the road. Most are more empty nowadays. Mm. I think people are more uh, aware. They're mm. more reminded that this is a very serious problem. And hopefully, if we all p- work together and cooperate to just stay at home, only go out for necessity stuff, for necessary stuff like buying your groceries and that's it. Don't go out looking for friends or visiting friend or family members. Go out looking for friends. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one possibility. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll be able to, to flatten the curve again because we've done this before. Let's do it one more time. Yeah, I think we did it before. Uh, it's not impossible for us to do it again, guys. It's all up to us. Uh, I don't... For me, my logic is like this. Like, if the You need the government to tell you what you need to do is it you need to tell you need the government to tell you to do what is right is it i, I don't think malaysians are like that like. i think malaysians know what needs to be done i think malaysian malaysians know what is right we just need to gather the strength and do it together okay uh i guess that's pretty much it um all right thanks very much guys this is me oh before we go i just want to remind everybody we're also available on podcast so just search for let's talk about sayajin chow and we're available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, we also broadcast the show on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please do give us a thumbs up. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't, if you haven't already. And guys, put down all your comments. I'm sure you have a lot to talk about. I'm sure you have a lot of opinions on what we talked about today. I'd love to, and I do read, I read uh, almost all of the comments uh, on, 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 on Let's Talk About and on YouTube. 
uh, and I do read the comments so put them in the comment section below because it does make our show better okay so that's pretty much it this is me Amin and this Alex and Rory behind the camera bye catch you guys later bye bye